Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and I am joined today by a new guest, Dan Mitchell, who's a portfolio manager with RBC Global Asset Management in Toronto, uh, special expertise around currency, and that's what we'll talk to him about today. Dan, uh, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me. So, Dan, uh, I, we, I, we've seen what's been going on with the Canadian dollar this year, and obviously a big interest to Canadians. Uh, you know, I was always taught in in my economics classes and my my background in economics and investments and talking to investors over now 30 years that uh, the one economic number that any Canadian could tell you on any given day is the Canadian dollar, U.S. dollar exchange rate. And so it's always something on on people's minds. But we were talking before and you want to start first by looking at the U.S. dollar and what's going on with the U.S. dollar before we come back to Canada. So what's going on with the U.S. dollar and, and your view on the, on the U.S. dollar uh, against the Canadian dollar and other currencies? Well, that's right. I think when you, when you come up with any forecast or any outlook on any currency, the most important thing to do is start with the broader environment. What's going on in global economies? What's going on in the U.S. dollar? And that's going to broadly dictate uh, the direction of any individual currency. Uh, about a year ago, we turned bearish on the U.S. dollar, um, and we, you know, we remain very focused on on the long-term uh, factors that that still point to uh, a continued decline of, of the greenback. These are things like trade and, and fiscal deficits that might have offered a bit of a boost to the to the U.S. dollar in the short term and the U.S. economy in the short term, but will undoubtedly weigh uh, on the greenback uh, over the longer period of time. Uh, also, valuation models is another headwind. Um, you know, the, the U.S. dollar is overvalued against a, a number of different currencies uh, on a number of different models, even after uh, this, this recent uh, sell-off. Uh, and to some extent, you know, the threat of, of structurally higher inflation in the U.S. Uh, will also erode the value of the greenback over time. Now, you know, we're not expecting a runaway inflation or anything. I know you've talked about that in past podcasts. Uh, but even inflation of half a percent, more than what you'd see in Europe, uh, would have an impact if that gap is is sustained. So as I said, um, you know, there, there's many other uh, factors aside from those three, uh, but uh, you know, we, we think the U.S. dollar will will continue to fall, maybe by as much as 10 to 20 percent over the next couple of years, uh, which is certainly material. Uh, and the currencies that we expect to benefit most over that period are the cyclical ones. So currencies that are most tied to commodities. Uh, most tied to global growth, and will have most to benefit from the, the global economic reopening uh, once uh, you know the, the pandemic passes. Which, of course, gets us to our beloved Canadian dollar, and and because that is a a somewhat cyclical currency. Uh, you know, the Canadian dollar is, is definitely one of those. It's you know, there's lots to love about the loonie here, uh, and uh, that's one of the reasons why it is uh, amongst the best performing currencies this year. Um, a lot of people, when they look at the Canadian dollar, they they immediately sort of tie it to the oil prices and, and commodities. Uh, and that makes sense. Um, but I, I would note that it's, it's not just uh, oil prices that, that has an impact on the, on the Canadian dollar or Canadian economy, for that matter. Uh, you know, Canada produces a, a number of other commodities that, uh, that have all seen an increase in price over the past, uh, uh, past year that, that contributes to a, um, a turn in our, our trade deficit into trade surplus. Uh, lumber is probably the most uh, widely cited over the past couple of weeks. Um, but there's also a number of other agricultural products, uh, metals uh, as well, and uh, other energy commodities that have rallied. Hey, Dan, is, is that is that something that we we think is going to persist? Is this a is this a short term 
uh, thing as we're rebounding from the, the pandemic? Or is this something that you think is going to persist longer term in terms of that relative strength of the Canadian dollar and other cyclical currencies? I'm not the commodity expert, but I think, I think it's a combination of both. So like lumber prices, for instance, uh, rallied significantly, mostly because of supply side issue. Like the lumber mills have been shut down. And I think when, when economies reopen, you know, that, that, that'll get solved. Uh, but there's a number of other commodities that have rallied because of economic growth uh, in the U.S. and uh, and in in China and other countries in the world as well. Uh, and the demand for that uh, commodity strength will will continue. As we look around the world, the Canadian dollar uh, again somewhat benefited in the U.S. dollar Canadian dollar exchange rate uh, from you know this this revival in 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 some of these commodity prices along with the weakness in the in the U.S. dollar. How is the Canadian dollar positioned relative to other currencies around the world? It's, it's positioned very well. And in fact, that's part of the reason why it's performing so well. Uh, it's a cyclical currency. Uh, so again, there's that commodity and, and economic linkage there. But it's also about domestic growth. I mean, Canada uh, is benefiting from fiscal spending, both in Canada and the US. Uh, we've got a, a labor market that's doing very well. Uh, we've got low net debt. We've got immigration that will come back online. Uh, and you know all those things that uh, that have the central bank uh, in Canada uh, raising their growth forecast, getting a little bit more optimistic, and that's got the market pricing in uh, a you know a quicker and sooner uh, interest rate hiking cycle in Canada than in other. And that will be fantastically helpful for all of us who are looking forward to the world opening up again, and maybe uh, traveling around uh, in uh, in Europe, in the United States, Asia, wherever we might want to travel. Uh, and uh, having a little bit more power behind our Canadian dollar is, is, is always something people appreciate. As well, from a Canadian investment standpoint, though, currency is something you want to take uh, into account when you are investing outside of Canada. Because if you, if you buy something, uh, a U.S. stock, you convert your Canadian dollars to U.S. dollars, buy the stock, you sell the U.S. stock, you bring it back. If the Canadian dollar is appreciated, you buy fewer Canadian dollars. So it can have a significant impact in the, in the near term on uh, on the performance of your investments so a good thing to talk to your advisor about and an even better thing uh, to listen to experts like dan and their view on on what's going on with the currency dan can't thank you enough for your for your time today thanks again dave take care